BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to The Glowdown by Breaking Beauty. Our mid-month episode featuring breaking beauty news, what products we're loving and not so much, plus insider celebrity hair and makeup tips. And the trends that are blowing up our DMs, we've got the hot takes coming right up. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. Hello, Carlene. Hi, Jill. So we have a really special bonus edition of Breaking Beauty today. Yes, it's our TIFF special um, because Toronto International Film Festival has been upon us. It's been a really exciting time in the city. So many celebrities everywhere and red carpets and the works. It's as close to Hollywood as we basically ever get Mm -hmm. in this town. And we're having our first celebrity headline guest today, and that is with Amber Heard. Yeah, she is the newish face of L'Oreal Paris, and um, there was a big event here in Toronto. It was all about women of worth. Yeah, and our next episode, um, we're just going to tease that a little bit because it's with an incredible founder who is probably one of the most requested in our Facebook chat room, and that is the preeminent makeup artist, Bobby Brown. Yeah. So we're going to be hearing about her journey into makeup and as well as what she's doing now. Mm-hmm. That's very exciting. Let's start by talking about some other sightings that we've had. Yeah. I know that you sat down with a celebrity hairstylist. Yes. Um, that's also going to be bookmarked for a future episode. <laughs> yeah. Tell us it's it Adir Abergel. He has almost half a million followers on Instagram. He's an incredible artist, period. He has been doing Kristen Stewart's hair since Panic Room. Mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon is a client of his. Jen Garner. Yeah. Um, he was in town um, to do the hair for Emmy Rossum. She's the star of Homecoming, which is the new Amazon Prime show also with Julia Roberts, no mm-hmm. slouch. Um, and so he was an incredible artist to talk to, got some tips for everybody. Mm-hmm. Listen out for that coming up soon. Very cool. And I understand you saw Vernon Francois, yeah. my dream guest. Yeah. So this all was all tied into the red carpet movie premiere that I went to. That was courtesy of L'Oreal. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. So we had this bird's eye view vantage point and I went to see The Hate You Give. Yeah. And that was a uh, a huge, huge best-selling novel, YA novel last year. It stars Amanda Stenberg. And so Vernon was doing her hair and it was just incredible. I see her step out of the car and it's like a hundred barrettes all along her hairline. And, and it was I just saw like, the pictures like Swarovski crystals. Yeah, right? like sparkle, like mm-hmm. moment on mm-hmm. the carpet with her natural hair texture just flowing behind her. And yeah. he stepped out and he was like touching her up on the red carpet. And I took a photo of him and I 
on my Instagram stories and he actually then like reposted it on his stories, a little behind the scenes moment. Oh, nice. So that was really great. Um, How cool would that be to have your very own hairstylist just like following you around on the red carpet? It's a dream. Do you know how many times I show up to an event? I think I look as good as I did when I left the house, but it's like (laughs) inevitably something smeared. There's hairs out of place, whatever. Not humidity, not here. (laughs) Definitely not. But that was like a star studded carpet. Yes. Because who else is in that movie? Uh, Regina Hall. She Mm -hmm. plays the mom. There was Issa Rae, who is my favorite I love her show Insecure on HBO mm-hmm. if you guys aren't familiar it's kind of a coming of age story where the central character is stuck between two worlds mm-hmm. and um at the end of the movie first time ever a tiff I had seen this occur they basically had the soundtrack or the theme song from the movie um they had the artist Arlissa perform it at the end of the movie and it just brought everything together and it gave you chills mm. and uh, I'm going to play a little clip of that live performance right here God, that's like a dream night. Yeah. That sounds like a fantasy, like Cinderella. Like you went into the yeah. pumpkin turned into a coach. You showed up on the red carpet. I know, and it was a world premiere. Like how lucky. I felt yeah. so lucky to see that yes. movie come to life. And it's. I think it's going to be a huge blockbuster coming out mid-October, I believe. Oh, cool. What did you see? Um, so the movie I saw had a lot of star power, but not a lot of beauty candy okay. on the red carpet. <laughs> so I saw Green Book. Um, it's with Mahershala Ali and Viggo Mortensen. And it was a great movie it actually won the people's choice award um so it obviously resonated with the audience really well produced by octavia spencer and it was just like it's racially charged but funny as well so this oddball combination yeah is it about Um, a jazz musician yeah it's about a jazz musician and I'm not going to reveal too much more than that but it was just really cool to be there and there was definitely an overarching theme at TIFF this year um which I think is happening at film festivals all over the world. And that's about women in film. Hell yeah. Finally. And we were lucky to be invited to an event sponsored by L'Oreal as well. It was around their worth saying hashtag. And it was hosted by Amber Heard, Andy McDowell, and Shoray Agadashlu. I hope I said that right. And some of you may know Shora from the Star Trek Beyond series. And it this whole uh, roundtable was really about them shining a light on women's issues in Hollywood from ageism to the wage equality, mm-hmm. all of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt um, it was really powerful to be yeah. in that room with, you know, the whole audience. It felt like was female as well. And what I really found cool. powerful is that you often think, oh, things are not getting better for women. But then Andy McDowell went on the record and said when she was in her 20s, getting her first few roles, everybody would say to her, save your money because you're mm-hmm. not going to work a day after your 30th or 40th birthday. And here she is in her 60s now yeah, being the longest serving L'Oreal Paris spokesperson woman yeah over three decades so you see the progress like yeah. inching along and, well and she's still getting roles she's yeah. been in one or two films this yeah. year herself and uh I think it was it's worth noting I was standing in line at a restaurant and I heard a couple of British guys behind me talking about just last year they were sitting down with Harvey Weinstein mm. trying to get deals done mm-hmm. and like 
what a difference a year makes. The yeah. most once the most powerful person probably at TIFF or one of the most is not even here. He's gone, obliterated. Yeah. So that that's going to take a while to sort of dismantle yeah. um, all of that. But hierarchy. Yeah. But I, I'm really. I was. We were really happy to sit down and hear these women speak from the inside. Absolutely, know, insider perspective. Absolutely, and we had a one-on-one with yeah. Amber Heard. Um, so that was really cool. She became a L'Oreal ambassador at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. And she's so much more than a pretty face. You know, she is a humanitarian. She's an activist. Um, her Instagram feed is filled with her different causes. She is right now crowdsourcing for crowdrise.com for the Syrian American Medical Society. Um, so we asked her about that. Also the topic of women in film and yeah. straight up beauty. Yeah. So we did slide in a question or two about beauty and, um, how that sort of factors into the role she says yes to. And we got some scoop. There's a new L'Oreal mascara coming out. Um, she was wearing it and it's coming out late December. It's called Unlimited Mascara. And the cool thing about it, it has this bendable wand mm-hmm. so you can reach each and every lash. Um, we've done a bit of Googling. It is out in the UK already. If you guys have tried it, please let us know in our Facebook chat room. Um, but I think it, we've talked enough. <laughs> let's, um, let's move along to our guest. So yeah, we're going to jump into our interview where Amber is telling us about her new film that she was here to promote. It's not Aquaman. That's coming out later this year. It's called Her Smell. So take it away, Amber Heard. I am here uh, at the Toronto Film Festival uh, to support my film, uh, Her Smell, I am super excited about it. It is a predominantly female-led cast uh, with Elizabeth Moss at the helm. Uh, There are uh, several very strong, um, amazing women in it. Uh, Cara Delevingne, um, Agnes Day, Ashley Benson, just to name a few. I was lucky enough to be a part of, uh, a small part of that beautiful, strong ensemble cast of predominantly women. You know, a female-led story is, uh, you know, a story in general, a script in general that has uh, a, a female character, Meaning a character, mm-hmm. not a ca- not a caricature, but an actual role is rare enough. But to have a, almost all female cast, it's uh, that's that's exciting. That's yeah. fun. That's a team I want to be associated with, yeah. and I had the honor of playing a uh, coming in and um, and offering a small contribution as uh, uh, in the role of Zelda, um, who serves as a kind of. Um, um, you know, serves as as a as an antithesis of uh, what the character Elizabeth Moss's tumultuous journey uh, would indicate. Uh, I serve as the opposite of 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 her path, um, mm-hmm. and I guess all of that will become a lot clearer once you see the movie. And I'm yeah. excited to see it tomorrow. So, if you had to sum it up in like one sentence, what the movie's about? It's a beautiful indie about heart uh, in. The in light of struggle, uh, it's about addiction, it's about recovery, it's about friendship, it's about self-discovery uh, and uh, camaraderie amongst a group of women, female musicians who are touring um, uh, the world and um, endure the trajectories of their careers in a very in the heightened environment of music. 
Amazing. Can we just see it? Did you say one word or one sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, tell me more because I want to see this really badly. Yeah, a bunch of female rock stars yeah. on yeah. tour uh, over the, over the decades. Cool. Did you did you have a beauty look in that movie? What was she all about? It's a little Bowie. It's a little Cher. It's a little Diana Ross. It's a little. It's a mix oh. of. She's just kind of other other of another world and of another generation. She's the type you can't quite pin. Mm-hmm. where she comes oh, from cool. but it's a very the idea it's a very you know otherworldly uh, yeah uh, cool yeah how would you describe your aesthetic back in like the high school days and I know you're from Texas did you do like the pageant circuit or tell us about <laughs> about that you know I just um I, I grew up riding horses or breaking horses with my dad and I grew up in the country and, you know we had fished and hunted and did all that and um I went to uh, Catholic school uh for as long as I could stand it <laughs> and you know, so obviously the wardrobe's limited there. You couldn't so much as wear earrings, I, uh, just much to speak of anyway. Um, so I was, uh, my my secret pleasure in being a somewhat girly girl deep, deep, deep down and wanting so badly to explore the world of, of kind of... Um, experimental uh beauty expression mm. um i was dying to be in a pageant yeah. uh, i couldn't um really afford to do them uh but i would go around to local businesses that my dad was working with and i would ask for sponsorships i get sponsorships oh, um funny. and uh <laughs> people <laughs> felt sorry for me let's face it yeah, yeah and put my eyes on myself up for a couple uh, because I just wanted to wear makeup and pretty dresses. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was my only opportunity. Yeah. Unfortunately, this was just right at the, at the time, um, the new, it wasn't cool to do that kind of like, let's dress girls up kind of thing anymore. This is in, you know, after the whole John Bernie Ramsey tragedy and oh. stuff. And that was terrible, mm-hmm. but it did affect everybody in response, kind of changed the way they, you know, we're going to present these sorts of pageants. So right when I got there, solely for the reason of getting a chance to, you know, experiment with my, you know, with beauty looks and try to experiment with what that that meant to me in my life since it was not applicable in any other aspect of my life. Right then I get there and they're like, we're doing fresh faces and ponytails. Yeah. And I was like, (laughs) excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I have my can of Elnat. I am here. Yeah. Elnat. I have my Vaseline to put on my teeth. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. As soon, as soon as I saw Elnat in my bathroom, um, you know, when I first started working with L'Oreal, they sent me like a little care package. We were going to go do some press and I saw Elnat and I was like, I, I laughed to myself thinking after, actually after all this time, I'm still using Elnet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something. Yeah. So you're a perfect fit. Yeah. And now you get to play the role. You've got makeup on you've got yeah red lips what's your favorite i know you became a l'oreal ambassador earlier this year what's your favorite product uh well i have been obsessing over you're right i'm 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 a red lip type of person because mm-hmm. i do feel it's thing about a lipstick can can change everything as yeah. uh, is, is how you feel uh, and how you look um it can be you know i don't think it's necessary uh, to feel powerful to feel you know anything mm-hmm. 
but it's fun if you can get that out of it. Makeup is a tool. It is, you'll get out of it how you use it or what you want to get out of it. Yeah. And for me, I think my, my lipstick is a go-to. I just discovered um, the L'Oreal's, one of their newest products, which is uh, uh, the lipstick I'm wearing now. So I was, I was preparing for this interview. <laughs> okay. And when you Google your name, Oh no. And beauty. It comes <laughs> up that you have scientifically the most beautiful face. Have you ever heard this? And what how do you feel about that? It's all about ratios, right? Yeah. Something what was like, it? It's all about ratios, I think. How oh, they ratios, yes. It's, it's about symmetry and the golden ratio yeah. and that there has been, you know, and it's not it's not just applicable to actresses or celebrities or people. It's it, it's applicable um, to nature. My face, whether it's applicable to that or not, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take um, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So we also read when we were researching that you sometimes might get turned off by a script if the character is described as beautiful. Can you elaborate on that? Sure. There's um there's a major deficit in um, the kind of roles and opportunity for women in this industry. Um, we make up over well over half the ticket buying population, the movie going population, and the population in general. We earn in this industry. Uh, an embarrassingly low amount in comparison to our male counterparts. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, all women do in compared to men, but in the film industry itself, that number is uh, alarmingly um, lower, yeah. uh, uh, much more severe. Yeah. Uh, that said, the kind of roles that, that, for instance, the kind of roles we have the potential to play, the kind of roles that are out there. Um, you know, women only make up 30% or roughly 30% of the speaking and or named roles in films. Try then to apply an extra filter to the amount of time women are featured in a script or a story where they're not speaking directly about a man, the male that they are with in the story. It's even more alarming. Yeah. So um, there is a huge disparity and not just gender equality but it's pay equality opportunity and don't get me started about our lifespan yeah so i um i I feel there's much much we have a we have a long way to go before um being seen as fair and equal so naturally as a young woman i I started doing this when i was like 16 i've been on my own since that i didn't know anybody when i came to la i've had to fight tooth and nail to to have um, the opportunities that I've been lucky enough and fortunate enough to have. But, uh, you know, they'll send you a script breakdown and after I see 10 scripts cross my desk a week and I'm lucky if I've read one character, actual character, not a placeholder, not some woman who's there to elicit a response from a man, propel him in the story or provide some sort of what they quote unquote heart to the movie, meaning the nice person and lets him go on his way to, you know, his journey to find himself. It's that kind of support, uh, supporting um, category we get put in so often. Mm-hmm. I have found that um, the, the one of the qualifiers for that is uh, making um, uh, and defining women solely on how um, they look superficially. And I don't. I mean, I, I can assume um, you guys understand this. Beauty yeah. is beauty is comes from within and is what you make it. You, it is your choice and it is your power depending on how you want to utilize mm-hmm. superficial beauty 
uh, physical beauty and internal beauty. It's mm-hmm. it doesn't make me less powerful as a woman that I'm beautiful. However, in if I'm reading a script breakdown and the first uh, uh, of the qualifiers when they're describing the character's characteristics, twenties, mm-hmm. comma, um, you know, uh, beautiful, yeah. stunning hot, sexy, yeah. some version of that, I know that mm-hmm. that is the most important quality to mm-hmm. this character. And I I don't think that's a characteristic. Yeah. Yeah. That does not define my character. Yeah. It doesn't take from my character either. And that's something that I really think is important. Mm-hmm. Very well, well said. said. We just want to do we a rapid fire. We have some told. Let's do a little rapid fire. All right. What's the last show, book, or podcast that you binged on? Uh, I have been binging on um, on the, the history of the stars, the Romanovs. I just right. can't get enough of it. So best beauty tip for looking less tired? Um, uh, laugh. Okay. <laughs> hey, thank you so, thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. Visit BreakingBeautyPodcast.com for details on all the damn good products we talked about in today's episode. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter. That way you'll get every episode delivered right to your inbox. You won't miss a single thing. Or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast fix. And please show us some love by rating us or reviewing us in iTunes. See you next time. Like a cherry bomb, like a cherry bomb.